welcome to Being You, a podcast with me, Taylor Way, talking about different topics that really empower you to straight up just be yourself. This is a space where we celebrate being different. We celebrate being unique and being a fully embodied, expressed soul. short season but it's the first season and this was really a taste for what this podcast is going to be all about and I'm not going to tell you too much but next season is going to be really 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 cool <laughs> like if you enjoyed this oh boy oh boy is there a treat for you there honestly when I started this one I was like I I had all these ideas of these different interviews, but then something kind of came through that really, really allowed me the freedom of this first season being sort of more foundational. Like, what am I all about? What are like the the layers of my message that really matter that I want to be able to share on such a wide range? And then from there, as I go into season two, it's like, let me talk further about these existing concepts and expand and bring in more, but also let's talk to other people and let's see how they experience what it's like to be them. I only have my lens on life and my desire in creating this format was really for me to feel more and more comfortable in letting my voice out, in receiving my own medicine, in really stepping into my power. And... season one has successfully helped me get there like this has really been a journey of watching myself like trust this unfolding and it's this crazy experience of like I will have days where I feel doubtful where I'm like not not that I doubt like the podcast in general but like last week's episode was really vulnerable and like it's still alive in my life so it was that sort of like oh gosh, like, I don't know if I'm ready to record another one, just like feeling nervous and anxious. And it's like in that moment, the universe sends somebody to me with not just like a, hey, I loved your episode, but like, a, I don't need, I don't want to like fully share it, but just like a full reflection and like an affirmation of like what I am intending is absolutely happening. And it just like brings me all the way back to this is vulnerable. This is raw. That's like, truly an aspect of intention with this I don't want it to be prepackaged or like planned or predicted in any way I want this freedom to be the full essence that I am and so far (laughs) this podcast has really created that safety and created that confidence in me so it really is something I teach inside of daily direction is the idea that when you have a like a task or a goal that you can sort of like orient yourself to then you're keeping yourself in alignment with your sense of direction each day and when I first did daily direction when I first created that I thought that the thing that would help me move forward was being in creation of courses like being in the mindset of oh here's this insight here's this thing I learned now let me like universalize it and turn it into a course 
I honestly was very much leaning on the idea of being a 3-5 and like experiencing things and understanding the side of business. But the more that I sat with that, the more I realized like that structure was just something I had witnessed and seen and taken in and figured like, oh, well, this must be (laughs) the formula to success. And so when I came back and did Daily Direction 2.0 and like rebuilt that out, which I did that because I needed to review and look at my own foundation. And so in doing that, I realized like it's not courses that hasn't been working, right? Like it's not it's not about being right or wrong. It's that like my motivation wasn't maintained. So that structure isn't empowering to me. It's not it's not the perfect formula for me. What is? And that's when I realized like a podcast and by putting that in my foundation and by giving myself something consistently to look forward to and to be intentional about and prepare for has given me just like exactly what I need to keep showing up even when I don't fully have the energy. So, well... (laughs) Let's let's be clear. If I don't have the energy, if I don't feel like I am am ready to show up that day, I won't. But a lot of times I do have the energy, but mentally I feel a little like heavy or down or confused. And so today's one of those days where I sort of like woke up with melancholy, which let's be real, as somebody with the 360 channel, this is so common and the 360 channel is one of my two channels so it's a very very strong energy in me and if you're not super familiar with human design the 360 connects your sacral and your root which essentially creates this sort of like pulsing energy of either you have the ability to do the thing and like you you can kind of like put yourself behind it or you're really like off and you don't really have the energy to put towards something and in that sort of like pulsing, it's it's this weird experience where I will feel very like quiet and low and melancholic, but also like super contemplative and aware and present. And so in this sort of space, my my initial mental instinct is like, no, I don't want to create anything. I don't have anything to do. Like I want to like push everything away. But then I come back into my body and I'm like, what's the point of this? What do you have to say? What's on your heart right now? What are you going through? How can how can you lean into what you're experiencing and empower others through moving through that and like through being present to your own life and your own process? And that's what got me here today. That's what brings me full circle to being present to this moment and to this episode. So really today I like woke up feeling like I can't record an episode and then I got I got in the tub I did my rituals I was just like you know what let's just take care of you and I listened to a message that I had received like a couple days ago but intuitively held it for today and it was just like a four minute message affirming this podcast and saying how how valuable it is and how necessary it is and it was like within like instantly I was like oh well I totally have the energy to show up and do this today and so it's it's really cool for me to reflect on that and like see the process of that unfolding because there are moments where I naturally have like doubt or almost like I don't, I don't even because I don't experience it like I'm doubting myself. It's more like this just like heaviness in my body and this resistance towards something. And there is really it's such a subtle difference, but there's a difference between like a resistance in 
this doesn't make sense for me. This doesn't feel aligned for me. I don't feel like I am meant to go towards that. And a resistance that's like, I totally want to do this, but I like feel lazy about it. Or I don't feel like I have X, Y, and Z thing that I'm telling myself I need in order to do it. And finding the difference between those two has been actually like kind of a focus for me lately because I'll like, for example, with working out, it's like I get very like, I really want to work out. Like I'm visualizing myself like lifting weights and doing lunges and being like really strong in my running. And like I used to run cross country in high school. So it's something that like I like I'm basically like fantasizing this like version of myself again. And then I'll get to the point when like I could work out and I'm like, oh, but I don't know. Like that doesn't mm, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm like, what's happening? Like what, what is this sort of resistance? Like, I don't visualize and daydream about something that I don't actually want to do. So what's happening? And that, like, exercise as a sort of, like, metaphor has been really helpful to look at and see how this, this sort of, like, almost, like, fake resistance shows up in my life. And it's really mental resistance. It's, like, the mind making something wrong or difficult or whatever over the body's desire. So... That's been a really interesting thing to explore and being able to see it in such a neutral, like separate energetic of exercising because that's really like, it's just like either I do it or I don't do it versus like the energetically loaded, like either I'm working on my business or I'm not working on my business. Like, I don't know why. (laughs) One's much heavier for me, one's less. And it's honestly, it comes to like all the complicated layers that we like pack down in what our business's success would look like. Anyway, anyway, I'm like about to go down like four or five different paths that I'm like, wait, no, not not today's intention. But so I I want to share a couple of updates about like things that have been happening, things that I've shared in past episodes and like the what's going on now since. And then I also want to talk about strategy, like this beautiful buzzword that is in the in the world, basically, like a very common business terminology, how can we get to know what what strategy is for us uniquely, okay? That's, that's what I want to dive into. And really why, like what I want to talk about with that is because strategy is such a fun buzzword that a lot of different like people on the internet use. And oftentimes it's used as like a, you need a strategy. You need to be more intentional. If you haven't found a niche, if you haven't found a strategy, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, and there is no one right size, like one fits all, whatever strategy. Because strategy is extremely unique to you and your energy and your intention. And so, so yeah, we're going to get into that. But before I do, before I dive all the way in, First things first, last week's very vulnerable episode about my breakdowns, breaking norms and breaking down, I just want to say the impact of surrendering. And maybe this is a generator-specific experience, maybe this is just a human experience. But for me, the moment that I really let myself be with what I was experiencing, and okay, okay, (laughs) don't get me wrong, because this is like a journey, this is a process, it's like... I very often will feel something and then not let it like be externalized. It's like I'm like, I've resolved, I've analyzed it in my mind and then I've resolved it in my mind with a solution and now I'm moving on. In that process, I haven't actually like stopped, 
felt the feelings, shared the feelings, and let it release and move on. So not that I think one is better than the other. I'm just going, because I do both. <laughs> like I'm, And sometimes I even do the whole like feel the thing and it just totally dissipates right there and then I move on. So I think there's many different ways to move through experiences, move through emotions. But in this case specifically, one of the things I was struggling with the most was like just trying to hold on to the control. Having a specific end goal that I so believed was necessary or like without it, my value can't be affirmed. Having such a specific thing on the end that I'm gripping to is this like absolute sense of control that I'm holding on to, that I'm doing everything I can to like maintain the reins of. And inside of that, there is inherent struggle. There is like an inherent I will suffer here because I am resting my happiness on somebody else's actions. I am resting my joy and my ability to live and be expressed on the the response and the life of another being. That is not fair. <laughs> like, and then beyond fair, it's just like not, it doesn't really like, it doesn't really leave room for me to have much power. It leaves me pretty disempowered because I'm like at the at the effect of somebody else. So where in, in that episode, it was like I was like kind of sharing these things from at, at this like conclusion point. Like I've been sitting with that stuff for a while. I had a recent experience that inspired that episode. But a lot of what I was sharing, I had been kind of like mulling through and moving, moving along the journey with for a while. And that episode was me essentially like throwing my hands up to the universe and saying like, hey, I've alchemized this as far as I can. I have taken this in, sat with it, moved around it, pulled the light towards it, un, like <laughs> untangled so many layers of it to see it for what it is. And here's what I have. Here's what I'm taking away. And the rest is in your hands. Like that's essentially what I was saying to the universe. The rest is in your hands. Well, if you listen to the episode and you heard the part where I share this like wound with my mom and feeling like she doesn't fully receive my work. Not only <laughs> did that night, she she didn't listen to the episode, obviously, that would be crazy. But she called me and left a voicemail and was like, I really miss you. And I'm like, I'm like this is funny. This is funny timing, okay? This is the universe. This is generators being generators. This is me releasing something, putting it out, and letting myself be magnetic again. Because in that relationship, I wasn't allowing my magnetism to be felt because I had this restriction of control on top of it. And so the moment that that control was surrendered, the magnetism was felt on the other end and then responded back. My mom's a generator. We're both generators. So it's like she was able to feel that was called towards me. She didn't know why, right? She was just like, whoa, like I'm just feeling like I miss you. And of course my like 13 year old manifestor sister is like, what do you mean you miss her? We saw her like a couple weeks ago. Like it's like to her, it's no big deal. And to my mom, it's like, well, I don't know why. Like this is just coming up. The next day we talk and slowly I start letting out basically everything I shared on the podcast times like a thousand because it's much more personal and I'm telling her like every layer of what's showing up. And not only does she hear me, but she completely holds what I shared and is like, whoa, 
why haven't I been engaging in your work? Which opened up a whole new portal for us to discover like what that is for her, what her experience is. And I could show up to it completely neutral because I completely understood what was happening. I totally got the energetics at play and there was nothing for me to be like personally offended by. It was me being aware of what's happening in her body what's coming up for her ego and her soul and how can I hold space for that through what I've already learned, what I've already like alchemized in my own experience. And it was wild. It was like, it was so powerful. It was just this like whole washing over of like, wait, let's take this. It, it, it felt like alchemy in IRL like because I, I experience alchemy as like this inward thing that we're doing. And this felt like, alchemy happening outside of my body and like like I let other people be involved in the process almost like I gave it to the universe and then the universe passed the ball to my mom and she took it did something with it passed it back to me I took it did something passed it back to her and then we were playing like back and forth until we got to this place of like total awareness and neutrality and love and unconditional connection and it's just so cool and that really, the the thing that I like took away from that was like, look at what happens when, when I let go. Look at what happens when I allow myself to do the work I need to do and then I throw my hands up to the universe and, and like share what I need next and what I'm, like where I'm at. Like in this in this totally unapologetic, hey, this is what I've done. This is where I've moved it. And this is where I'm leaving it. <laughs> like I'm now going to move on. The ball is in your court quite literally right like and it was it was just so cool it was like so cool to see that like when you intentionally throw the ball somewhere else and and then you wait to get it back it's like so much happens and that reminds me I like I really want to get good at basketball I just feel like it's some it's so I've been using this ball analogy for energy a lot lately and I'm just like I feel like that is a a physical manifestation of practicing like aiming your energy and and witnessing yourself nailing it over and over through practice so that's just that's just a fun check in with me at some point because once I have a space to play basketball I promise you I'm going to get good at it and no I'm not I'm not great no if we if we met up and played basketball right now it would not um it would be funny so anyway but So that was like a really, really, really awesome experience to witness. And other things transpired after sharing that episode that like really didn't feel great for my ego. It was like this feeling of like, oh my God, like I was authentically myself and now I'm being punished for that. And then, and then I could get again, like get to the other side of it so quickly because I was like, well, I can see that my ego is wounded. And I can also see that this outcome is in alignment with me being my authentic self. And though my ego wants to make that wrong and say, like, look what happens when you be yourself, you get exiled, like, right, which is a totally dramatic version of anything that actually happened. But it's my ego's response that helps me to ground back into reality and see what actually happened what my ego is trying to tell me happened to make it so much worse, to make me hold on, latch, and make people wrong and make myself right. And in that whole witnessing observation experience, I can sit there and be like, this is exactly what needed to happen. And it's uncomfortable and it's weird and it's different than what we imagined would happen or what we imagined this would look like. 
and still I can trust it because it is a result of me being authentically myself. And though it's uncomfortable and scary, it's exactly what I intended. (laughs) Like it is exactly in alignment with me honoring me. And I can't expect everybody around me to have the same tools and awareness and approach things the same way as me. That, That wouldn't even be fun. Like that would be very boring. And I want people to figure things out on their own and their at their own time. But as long as I feel safe to be who I need to be, to be my full self in every relationship that I'm in, I'm succeeding. I'm doing what I want. I'm creating the containers I need. And that, well, that is success to me. So, yeah. So that's what transpired after that episode. And it was um, kind of wild. It's only been a week since then. So a lot, a lot unfolded and a lot of freedom. A lot of freedom came from me just being able to share those things even though it was like way more vulnerable than I'm used to and like showing a side of myself that's so human that made me super uncomfortable but also helped me humanize myself again like that's another really big thing that shows up in in doing this work for me is like that feeling of responsibility and when I can hear myself being a gentle human being that's like moving through this journey we call life I have so much more empathy for myself and I come back to a very neutral like wow look at how you just moved through that and and that's another reason why I love the podcast format because I can listen back and hear myself in like I can receive my frequency in that moment in a way that I've never been able to do outside of this container so so yeah all things all things good, all things great. (laughs) And so the other thing I wanted to update you on was unfollowing everybody. So when I first shared about that, I I had unfollowed, basically I I was following like 10 people at that point. And it was really like, I couldn't let go of a handful of human design peers, like in the space that I really only connect with via Instagram. It was like, I was like just holding on to these like last bits. And that really, I, it, it just, it was like, I, I don't know. I don't need, I don't need to explain it or justify it. It was just like that I couldn't, I couldn't go all the way to zero. And then after, at some point I, I woke up and was like, I'm going to just go ahead and unfollow everybody. And really it was coming from the idea of like, when I opened up Instagram, I didn't want anything there. And I was like, I did so well minimizing this down to like almost zero, but now I really want it to be zero. And from that day on, I can't even tell you it's crazy. I've been reading so much. Like the amount of content I'm consuming in a much more intentional way is wild. Like I, for for many months now, like I would say probably for a year, maybe two years, I haven't wanted to read any books. Like I haven't really wanted to consume informational content and really for a while I was consuming so much like human design studying information that it it makes it made a lot of sense for me why I was kind of pulling back but I've always been somebody who likes to have like a book or like a self-help book that I'm reading or like spiritual awareness or just a fun fiction like something and and that there's like was not clicking for me lately like I just like didn't want to read I didn't want to take anything in I really wanted this like separation And once I removed all of the possible things, whoa, that was a weird sound. (laughs) Once I removed all of the possible things from my Instagram being content that I'm taking in, 
I just had like a lot more space in my aura to take in information in a different way. And I've been plowing through books and it's so much fun. And it's like bringing me back. Like it makes me feel like I'm talking to like I'm it's so third line. Like I'm like with somebody else in their process, in their experience, creating a relationship with somebody, the author, right? And like dancing with them in a concept. And then we just like separate and they go away forever, essentially, unless I like buy another book of theirs. And it's this total freedom to me of like having this really in-depth relationship, but not not needing it to go past the book. I don't, I don't know. It's really cool. And so I just wanted to share, like, I'm still in this journey of not following anybody on Instagram. And I will, I will search people out and, like, go look at things all the time for sure. But it's, it makes me so much more intentional about, like, how I want to use the app, which is, like, as a business tool, but also as, like, a fun entertainment tool. So, and I think I'm still figuring that out. So I'm still in that journey, still in that process. And just wanted to share that I'm enjoying it. That's really like the main point. I had somebody message me a while ago that was like, hey, I like noticed that you're not following anybody and it inspired me to unfollow people. And I'm like, hell yeah. (laughs) So in case that is something you've been considering, yeah, it's just really fun. And actually like a lot of my internet friends are also doing the same thing. So that's always pretty fun. Okay, now the actual episode, (laughs) the actual thing that I want to talk to you about strategy I had this little post-it note that I wrote down like a while ago and I'm just gonna read it to you now and it was me reminding myself like why strategy why that word strategy and I said if I don't understand the internal desire and the end goal I have no idea how to support the inner experience becoming an external reality and that is basically how I see strategy It is an internal desire to reach an external goal and it is taking those two things and finding a way to authentically take what is inside and make it appear outside. And that's that's like the strategy of living, the strategy of expressing, the strategy of being. It is taking what you know inside and allowing it to exist outside in the most authentic translation that you know how to get because so for example like somebody who is a visual like graphic designer they're going to have a way to express with with like images and color and shapes that maybe somebody who's a writer can't possibly do but somebody who's a writer is going to have a way to express with words that a graphic designer couldn't possibly reach so this it takes like being aware of what your natural talents are to be able to understand how your strategy would actually like come into play. But it's really all about coming back to being strategic is having an intention. Being strategic is being aware of what's going on inside. It's knowing what you need on a foundational level, what you're really good at and how you process things, how you move through things. And then taking that and communicating it outwardly with a strategy, which is really taking those intentions, those like very specific things and sharing them with people intentionally and sharing them with a clear message in a place that makes sense for those people who want to receive that message. 
that's the piece of you that's being strategic about what it is that you're sharing, what it is that you want to get out there. And strategy in the old paradigm, strategy in like the advertising lens of things is identifying like who the person is, figuring out what it is that they don't have or or a need, like what is the opening that that you could position something to this segment of people as. And then really like positioning a product or a service in that hole, in that like opportunity moment for that segment. And that shit works. I like, do not get me wrong. If that's something you're using right now in your business, I guarantee you it's bringing you results. And it may bring you results forever. Like I in no way, shape or form am I saying that this is gonna die or stop working. I just don't really align to it anymore. And so it's this really interesting experience of like knowing marketing strategies and not wanting to use them, but really wanting to share and be an example of a different type of strategy. So a while ago, I shared about how I recreated Daily Direction 2.0 and then I felt like weird about like these expectations I clearly had that weren't being met. But I knew like, well, I'm not marketing it. I'm not advertising it. And I really didn't want to advertise it. I don't want to go through and and like pull out the the things that make you want it. The pull out like the things that you're struggling with, your pain points, so that I can convince you to buy this thing. Even though that is a very natural and normal selling strategy. It's a very normal strategy to be able to be successful in your business. Like it's totally normal. It's not bad at all. It's just something I've been, I've almost like felt this sort of challenge of, can you do it differently? Can you do it more simply? Because I, I, I guess I don't really have the words for like why. And I, I, it makes me wonder, like the thing that comes up is like, is this your undefined heart? Like, are you uncomfortable with the selling? But no, it's not because what I've been doing to, to learn, like I'm in an experiment, obviously. <laughs> I'm always experimenting, but I'm experimenting with the fact that like I have all of these assets for for uh, you could call them marketing assets for daily direction, but they're not like, are you struggling with this? Okay, here's this like which would be like a typical like fill in the blank for marketing something. Instead, it's I'll see something like I'll see something that I have inside daily direction through a new lens or a slightly tweaked lens. Like I'll have the idea of like, oh, let me share affirmations by line. And then I share the affirmations by line. And I used to just share that and move on. And now I'm like, Taylor, let people know what you have available. So I share that and I apply it to part two of daily direction, which is a place where you learn more about these lines. So I'm I'm in this experiment of essentially marketing with new paradigm strategy instead of marketing with old paradigm strategy. So and as I share this, again, I'm in the midst of it. So this is this is me in the mess showing you what I'm seeing, what I'm exploring with, what I'm learning. 
and hoping that you like take this to go and learn your own to go and see it your own way like wait how am I promoting my current services and am I afraid to market them am I afraid to speak to the client pain points do I naturally speak to the client pain points do I feel like I don't need to do that is that the piece of the selling that makes me feel cringy like you know what I mean like starting to explore your experience of selling your experience of marketing yourself because when you own your own business or no not even as a functioning human that is creating you need to be able to show people like invite people into seeing what you've created invite people into experiencing what it is that you have to offer and I'm like basically right now just on a mission to have that feel like I'm just inviting people into being my friend like rather than trying to say like hey come into my store and buy these things it's more like oh hey you're at my house here's the things I'm good at but in a very very natural way (laughs) like you know and that's been the entire journey for me with this rebrand and with like going really into the energy of being It's all about how can I be strategic? How can I use my mind and the tools that I have to really make my self-expression as natural as possible? And how can I be aware of the intentions I have so much so that my strategy is just putting those intentions in place, just executing them out into my outer world so that it becomes my reality so that my end goal is reached my desire is met so really strategy in so many ways comes down to you being aware of how you energetically operate what is the most authentic way for you to respond to things are you really here to initiate are you here to respond from moment to moment are you here to say yes or no to invitations Are you here to really see every side of something and then make a decision from a wise, like, informed place? Like, how how are you designed to be strategic with life, to dance with the energy of life? And then taking that, that, and that's just literally your, your type, your type, what is, through the lens of human design, what is your type and what is your type strategy? And when you can look at that and get to know that on a really intimate level, and everybody loves to zoom past this like very baseline level of information, but it is so helpful in you really seeing like what is my sort of dance with my creation process that feels the most authentic. And for me, it really comes with responding. Like it's it's so simple. It's like when something shows up in front of me, I'm like, oh yes, that feels good. Or, oh no, that doesn't feel good. Like I'm responding moment to moment. And when I try to pre-think and pre-plan a lot of my business, I'm, I'm cutting out the opportunity to respond from moment to moment. I'm forcing myself to see this bigger picture and initiate on it. I'm taking a manifester approach and that doesn't really make sense for me. It, it makes sense on paper. It makes sense in like the context of how that works, but not if I'm trying to honor the way that my energy flows. So really paying attention to your type strategy is the first layer of this that's super, super, super important. But then beyond that, it's really anything that is foundationally important for you to know about yourself. So this is like, what are your natural gifts? How do your natural gifts really unfold? 
What does your creative process look like? How do you know when you're in different phases of your creative process? What are your like needs and desires in terms of like what work feels like and how you feel inside of what you're doing on a regular basis? So the more that you understand what's inside, what you're really focusing on, then then you understand what your true intentions actually are. And that's the the reality of life is that every single action or thought has an intention. It it intends to get something on the other side. It exists with an intention to have something else or to become something else. And where we get tripped up in our experience as creators is not being aware of those intentions, not understanding them. And so when you allow yourself to really look at the container that you've created, look at everything that's inside, you can start to understand the layers of intention that you have and how you can work with them, how you can be strategic about those intentions. But you really only can if you know what they are. And often we think like, oh, my intention is just my mission. It's just like what it is that I want to do. And like, yes. But intention is your desired impact in reality. It's basically your vision's laser focus. And your strategy is intention with committed action. So it's like the what and how and the where. But your business is the foundation for your intention communicated through the strategy of your message. So your business really is just one big bucket of intentions that are being executed and shared through your strategy. I hope that makes sense. I hope you can apply that because really the all of this comes down to and outside of business too, like in life in general, when you understand your intentions, when you know what it is that you really truly desire, what it is that you're actually hoping to happen, then you know how to get there in alignment with yourself. Because all you need to do is follow how you're designed to operate one step at a time with reminding yourself of what that intention is. It keeps you tethered to the end goal. It keeps you connected to the actual vision that you have on the other side. But you can't see it. You can't fully understand it if you don't know what it is that you intend. And you can only get to that if you feel safe to be in your desires, safe to express who you are, and safe to explore all that it is that you want to create. So being strategic is really you being aware of what it is that you want to create and committing to dancing with that and allowing it to unfold in the way that it's meant to unfold exactly for you. Thank you.